0: Season two is over. Hello, ladies and gentlemen of the Bell House! We did it! We all did it! We did did most of it. (laughs) We literally just finished. Um, A lesser set of podcast hosts would do you the injustice of watching this at a convenient time, like earlier in the morning, and then sort this out, but we literally just had the end credits roll. Oh, it feels good! (laughs) It was so, so good. Uh, see, my name is Tim Batt.
1: I'm, I'm Guy Montgomery. And
0: um, this...
1: You hey. don't need to applaud that 90% of you already knew. And 10% of you are here because friends told you. Uh, <laughs> it's a weird one. Um, it feels like, I don't know if you have those people in New York who walk around with weights on their wrists and ankles. You know, like they're exercising and they wear, they wear like weights here and on
0: their ankles. Have you seen these people? You have these people? It feels like we've just had the weights take it. We're unshackled. My sole reference point for that is Dragon Ball Z because I think. Doesn't Goku do that? In the hyperbolic time chamber, he waits up and then he trains with um, King Kai? It's been, a, it's been a cool decade or so. But we are now unshackled and ready to go Super Saiyan on your asses, people. I'm looking around the crowd and there's, there's beautiful people. You guys are very pretty. Uh, we've got a Brady the Rat King right in the front. That's awesome. Love that crown. Jacket is not as semen as I would have anticipated, but you've done so, so well. So good on you for dressing up. And a guy maybe just dressed in a cool suit or maybe he is Coffee Guy. It's amazing. (laughs) The dude's got a coffee cup. (laughs) Love that. I also
1: love the attention to detail that there is nothing in the cup. Uh, Just like Coffee Guy. Ah, oh, there's there's beer in the cup. So even cooler. What do you guys want to talk about? <laughs> Some people want to talk about grown-ups too. Um We're done. you can mail that request to a fucking year ago. <laughs> you
0: idiot. So listen, we took notes on this watch, the final one, to make sure we didn't screw anything up. You also we should address this um <laughs> Oh yeah, I didn't tell about our stuff that this was happening. I just um, came out brandishing a knife. Uh, th- so this is, this is not the knife. The knife is gone. I'm so sorry to say. And for all of those who were like about to wage war on the TSA, it was actually Sydney where I lost it. It was the Australian security apparatus that it's, took it. Him- also, don't
1: wage war. It's super valid the confiscation. Like <laughs> this fucking idiot walks into an airport with a like a. Full blade in his carry on, and they take it off him, and you give him sympathy?
0: I was no. genuinely surprised as well. Like, in the cold light of day, it's like, yeah, that's what happens in an airport. But at the time, I was like, this would be fine. This would be totally fine. But this knife looks very similar to the original knife. I tried to get one that would look as similar as possible, um, and I think I've nailed it. And I, but I, I got him at a market here in New York City. Um, it's American so made. It's, this is, this is this is like the spiritual successor to the knife, so I feel good about him. Um, he's a good knife, and long may he reign. Do you know how
1: I would like to start the podcast this evening, Tim? Go on. Is
0: I would like to acknowledge now
1: that it's done. Now that yes. Sex and City Two is done, um, we made about a year ago to the day a tremendous error. Um, <laughs> Honestly,
0: one of the biggest and most regrettable mistakes <laughs> of my young life. Go on. Tell the people how we came to choose it, guy. It's it a fun like, story. I love could... the story. Yeah. So we were when we were
1: finishing the first season of the podcast. Uh, we knew we wanted to do it again, which sounds odd, but you know, we knew we we sort of we, we thought it was it was it was fun. It was fun that people liked it, and we wanted to do it again. And uh, we were trying to figure out. The best possible way to uh, to reveal to the next people what we would do, and uh, we were actually looking at our downloads. Uh, and we've got a few listeners in uh, in Dubai. Shout out to those people. Um,
0: yeah, we never found out
1: who those people were. No, we didn't.
0: They're the genesis of this whole season. Yeah, they're you go
1: they're the beginning of the problem. Uh, and <laughs> and we were like, okay, well, what's oh, there's that move. There's we. I don't know what that. We're just like, oh, wasn't the second six and 2 set there? And we researched it. Uh, And the first thing we saw, we saw two things. We saw, because, you know, when you Google something for a movie on the sidebar, you get the IMDb or the Wikipedia, and it's always got the movie poster and the runtime. And there was Carrie Bradshaw
0: next to two hours and 30 minutes. And we were like... Yes, yes. Yes, yes. But also, that image is terrifying, because it's Carrie Bradshaw in the desert, so she's very much outside of her natural environment, and Photoshopped her with one inch of her existence. It's, it's like a totally flat image. There's not a single crease or human feature on her face. It's real scary. And then um, and we were like, oh, wouldn't it be so funny if you like had a retrospective video that would pop up? I haven't made one this year. I'm so sorry, guys. Just couldn't be bothered. Um, <laughs> but, like the whole season, and then that would pop up, and we experimented with a couple different movie posters, and, and that one came... That was real early on, eh? It was sort of like
1: being really hung over and going out for breakfast and looking at the menu and being like, that, that's the meal. And then the meal arrives and you're like, this is not...
0: Well, <laughs> even beyond that, it would be like being hung over and walking around the city and, and being like, oh yeah, we can go to that cafe or that cafe. <laughs> Denny's, classic. <laughs> Let's fucking go there. And then <laughs> yeah. you do. And you order like... The waffles and daiquiri, which is its own meal because it's a Denny's. And then it arrives and you throw up on it. It's like, that's what season two has been. But you told
1: a bunch of people you were going to eat it and they're all watching. And so you...
0: That's been season two. You eat the vomit and the daiquiri and the waffles. Um, But then you finish. Yeah. Uh, Because you have to. So that's what you do. Because if
1: you say you're going to eat a meal, you fucking eat the meal. This is America. Meals don't go
0: unfinished here. I'm going to talk to this half of the room, guys, so I'm not going to look at you anymore. I just realised there's a lot more people than um, I originally thought, so that's good. We've got notes. Do you want to dive in? I've got a cocktail napkin, because I'm a good planner. That's how all the greats started, J.K. Rowling. I legit can't read this, actually. Uh, Oh, should I kick off with a shining light? It It seems early.
1: You might I like want to, to save that. I like No, I
0: like to start on a positive, you know? Oh, okay, yeah, I remember. Okay, this is real chicken scratch. Um, it's, the, it's quite early on in the film, Guy, who I'm not looking at. This is, like, this is how you record a podcast. This it's is quite audio. nice. So I've been hanging out with this guy too much. This is good. I feel like I'm just talking to you guys. Everyone on this side of of the room, I'm talking to you. This is for you. Say The Shining Light. Um, The Shining Light is when Carrie uh, comes back to the apartment at the start of the movie and she's like, I I want you to come to this movie premiere for Heart of the Desert. I've heard it's going to be the greatest film ever made. It's just like real Oscar bait material. And Big's like, I'm not going. And then she's like, you should come. And then, and then he's like, I'm not coming. And she goes, fine, I'll go with Stanford instead. And Big just goes, okay. <laughs> it's so good. Because she's trying to like, pull this passive-aggressive manoeuvre where she's like, oh, okay, you're going to be like that? Well, I'm going to make you real jealous by taking one of my male friends who we've just attended the gay wedding of. And Big, without missing a, a half a beat, it's just like, yep, sweet ass, it's all... All good in the hood You do that You have a good time It does I fucking love it It he stands ste- out her. He dis- As well him. Because for a lot of the rest of the dialogue in the
1: film there's, there's, there's like a line Then a beat While everyone recovers from how terrible the scripted line was And then a beat And yeah. you could tell that Chris knoweth uh, God blesses his, his pastoring soul Yeah uh, Is he dead? God can bless people who are alive oh. Tim <laughs>
0: It's not often a turn of phrase I hear for people who are still among us. You know, if you say, like, God, God, bless... Oh, I think I'm thinking of God rest his soul, actually. Continue. Off you go. Well, he obviously
1: believed in the line because it it was like, okay, well, fine, I won't go to the movie. And then he was so excited to deliver the line to Carrie. Carrie Bradshaw, who, by the way, this week, of all weeks, Carrie, when you could have been remotely sympathetic or lovely, was just insufferable... She is... She's the worst. Big shout out to SJP if you're in the building. Make yourself known. <laughs> we didn't invite her, so I don't know why I expected her to show up. But he just he jumps on that line like, whoop-bang!
0: Yeah, big does. Never! I'm not going! Fuck you. Yeah. It's so good. I love that. Do you want to do your shining light, or do you want to bleed it out later on? No, so I might as well.
1: No, 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 no. Do you remember what Let's it was? Let's remove all hope for these people. Uh... <laughs> It's okay. There's a particular one. Um, so the Irish nanny, who we have discussed previously. Uh-huh. Uh, very beautiful. Very mm-hmm. braless, mm-hmm. um Very lazy sort of story arc for Charlotte. Uh, she gets a theme song. Uh <laughs> oh, yeah. I never thought of it like that before, but she does. Yeah. <laughs> like, because they don't believe in the actor's ability to do an Irish accent. They're like,
0: Anne will underlay this. Um, um, I'll, I'll just do the little... I'll do the theme song for her, okay? Okay. <clears throat> <singing> <inaudible> That's it. So... Just quietly, I fucking nailed that. That's
1: exactly the tune. You did, Tim. Save for one detail, which is my shining light for this, the 52nd and final week. We had to watch the film with headphones this week, which always makes for very immersive, uh, very enjoyable oral experience. Uh, there wa- there's someone playing what sounds like, and like I haven't noticed this b- before, the world's thinnest woodblock. Oh really? So you do the you do the theme song.
0: <laughs> That's funny. I've, ne- I've, I've never noticed that. And now I will never notice it, because it's... will ne- That's right, and I could yeah, have... Ta- every time something happened in this movie, I was like, fuck, I'm glad I'm watching this, because it's gone now. This is over. We're never going to this performance again. Like, this play will keep going for infinity. Do you
1: know who's going to be very embarrassed when they show up to perform this performance next week?
0: The actors.
1: The actors, namely all of the performers who are on the phone reporting to their evil yeah. overlord that we're watching the movie again. They'll be like, oh, well, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, they didn't show up.
0: This is genuinely what it feels like. I was I was like laughing at them. Like they're they're still they're gonna keep going week after week. <laughs> they're all there like doing their job and we won't be there anymore. So it's like Who's one the- now? Mattress Pikelet? You or me? I bet you man. It'd
1: be a weird feeling for them as well, because it wouldn't like they wouldn't be it wouldn't be total disappointment. They'd be like, well, frankly, they brought really negative energy sometimes, so I'm yeah. glad that they're not here. Yeah. But on the other hand it was you know, there was a vague familiarity between us.
0: That's, um, yeah, that's deep, man. Because that's like, well, that's the relationship we've, it, I, I, you know, I never got this with grown-ups. I never got to the point where I pushed through how terrible it was to the point where it acted as like a safety security blanket movie. But with Sex and City 2, that has been a tiny aspect of that since around the mid-40s, where it's like, the movie's bad, the movie's horrible, but there's been little moments of, like, niceness. I don't know.
1: I don't, I, don't, I don't think that you've done a very good job of uh, purveying that to an audience member throughout the podcast at all. The reason I, would anyone in this room say that Tim's really been bringing some positivity and light?
0: <laughs> well, no, I think you're just getting nostalgic in your old age. I don't think you've been, like, kind to now, the movie. The, the pro- well, no, it's not about what I'm being to the movie, it's about what the movie's being to me. But the problem is... The ending is always the same, and the ending is the thing that fucking kills me. The start is fine, the middle is terrible. Then it gets briefly fun again. When? You tell Um, me when. Okay. (laughs) Foreigner? Yeah. There.
1: When? Yeah, okay. Like. For as long as the song from Foreigner is playing.
0: Yeah, for that minute and a half when they're doing the karaoke, that's fun. And then we're back to shit.
1: Very what, what I'm
0: trying to say <laughs> is I really like them doing that Foreigner song I guess that's it
1: Yeah, that's fair It's, I'm, yeah, it's, I mean Like I said, we did, we made a huge mistake And we did it and we stuck with it But there's no way I'd do it, you know It's just, and it feels so, it feels so good It yeah, feels, it Does. I can't tell you the people is enough Did anyone watch the movie today, out of curiosity?
0: <laughs> Two people? About four or five, I think four or five people. That's awesome. I thought that question was going to be who's watched the movie, period. Make some noise if you've watched the movie at all. <laughs> Don't applaud. You're all garbage people. <laughs> we, were, we were doing it for something. You're not garbage people. Thanks for coming. Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for paying to be here. I, I respect you. Respect the hell out of you. Hey, one thing I noticed this go around, which I've never noticed before, is um, Herman Cain is in the movie, which is fucking weird. Former US presidential candidate and I think the founder of Papa John's Pizza. He's, he's at the fucking scene where Brady wins the Blue Ribbon. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's
1: absolutely, undeniably Herman Cain. This isn't... For everyone who is authentically saying, what? Yeah, it's definitely him. It's totally the guy.
0: He is. He's standing just uh, next to... He's just standing next in frame to, to... I feel like I know the cogs that are going around in your head and, and you're, you're conceiving of a way to call me a bigot in front of a room full of people. Because you're going... <laughs> no, 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 Tim's no, no, seen no, no, a black no. guy in the back and he thinks it's Herman Cain. No. That's was, what's up. I can tell by your timing.
1: Totally wrong. I was explaining to everyone it's definitely Herman
0: Cain. <laughs> it's definitely in the movie. Um... The reason why Herman Cain could be in the movie... Now, I've forgotten exactly in the timeline when the movie's set.
1: 2010.
0: 2010, so... When was he running for president, anyone?
1: 2012.
0: So this makes perfect sense. What Herman Cain's doing... (laughs) How much more superdelegate can you get than the future leader of the world?
1: Well, I think the timing of his placement in the movie is also, uh, you know, it supports your theory because he does show up... Uh, as we see the beginning of the rise of Brady. Yeah. Uh, he is in the classroom as Brady is being given the blue ribbon.
0: Actually, uh, fuck that, I'm bored of that already. Um, I know that I've already <laughs> nice. seen my shining light. <laughs> what?
1: Is a real good way to open up a thread and uh, then just drop your trousers and shit on it.
0: But I've got to say, Brady gave the performance of his small life tonight, like... The performance that I saw him give this week was was better than any other that I've seen um, throughout the last year. And I, I, re- I want to congratulate him for that. Because like, he's got a better voice than I thought he did. Um, he's probably got a really good singing voice, I reckon. There's a clarity and, a- and authority that is not usually bestowed onto a child his age, but he just says his lines with such conviction that I'm like, there is an intelligent young man who knows what's up and potentially to our detriment, but Time will tell. He's like a a a jiggly puff, if you will, Um,
1: if he is to sing with his dulcet, rat-lined ginger throat. That's true. What he does is he skins the rats and he dyes the 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 flesh or not the flesh. What's on a Hair. The pelt. The pelt. Yeah. So he skins the rat and he dyes the pelt orange and he lines his. And this is why he speaks with such clarity for a young buck. And he's got sort of that deep Barry tone sort of resonance. What and he is does. The, he books on. hotels under the name Barry Tone hold as well. Why?
0: What, like, what is, he, what is he covering with the pelt? His throat. Is that what you're yeah,
1: saying? Yeah, so he, 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 he skins them, he dyes the pelt orange, and he lines his esophagus with them.
0: What the fuck is the point in dyeing something a color if it's in your esophagus?
1: What's the point in watching Sex and the City 2 52 times? It's like. It's just something to do, man. Okay. Fair enough. You're so walking c- in on like a, an eight year old kid skinning and dying like rat pelts, and you're like, hey man, I get the skinning and I get that you're lining your esophagus with them. Wait, but there's one
0: me, thing. Let me stop you on the dying of <laughs> yeah, the pelt. Yeah. yeah. But no like- one's going to see them, Brady. You can cut out the middle, man. <laughs> You're wasting time and energy on the dying. I genuinely do understand it, though, if it gives you, a tom- like, a baritone timbre, if, if it gives you some depth to your voice and you can go a little couple octaves lower just by chucking some pelts in there, I would totally do that. I just don't see the justification with dying them people. Like, it's valid. Do you and- know who would do that? Prince. <laughs> That's who would do that. That's who would kill a bunch of rats, skin them, dye them, and then absorb their coats into his esophagus.
1: Princeton Brady He's in good company
0: <laughs> Yeah He sure is
1: But yeah So he, he do, he's done this And he, he's willing to use The power of His newfound baritone As a youngin, mm. Along obviously With the army of rats He's assembled yeah. in yeah. New York sewers <laughs> Haven't seen a single rat Since we've been here By Not the way Not
0: one Not one rat Presumably
1: Well You <laughs> Those are rats You
0: shouldn't wear that coat <laughs> No, with
1: the Brady walking
0: around, he'd be furious. Uh, I've, I haven't seen any. I haven't seen a single goddamn one, and I'm so disappointed. Do you know where I see rats? In Auckland. What the fuck, New York City. But I get, we're here in winter, so I reckon that's got something to do with it. You, all you, come out you, summer. All
1: you New Yorkers, you always go, oh, we got so many rats. Oh, it's all rats here. Put them on the internet. The rats are growing intelligent. <laughs> Not
0: one rat! I cannot read the rest of my notes <laughs> at all. I've written my
1: notes with supreme clarity. I did discover today, I laughed at it heartily, and uh, I, can, I can confidently say this is a world-leading expert in the field of Sex and the City 2. The funniest line, the funniest scripted line in the entire movie, and yes. one that will never lose its value, Yes, is delivered by Runkle. Yeah. When the Irish nanny is bathing his child uh, with with Charlotte, and I th- I've spoken about this before, but I just I wrote it down because I had to say it tonight. I want to be on the record with this. The funniest line in Sex in the City 2 is when their child, the Rose. younger one, Rose, picks up the detachable shower handle from the bath, and uh, like it's as it's as the child is picking it up, and we know that the nanny is braless and she's yes. wearing a white top. Yes, uh, and
0: you can all see where
1: this is. You can all see where this is going.
0: Uh, The mic was like two steps ahead of you The mic just pointed to your chest (laughs) Love that
1: For all the people listening to this after the fact uh, The microphone pointed at where my breasts would be Should Um, be (laughs) As as a sidebar, there's a funny thing Tim said to me when we were watching the movie He said, well we got tattoos after grown-ups too So to up the stakes The logical end point for this would be If we went and got boob jobs (laughs)
0: It's just very sex in the city, I thought, as well. We're not doing it, head- just heads up. This just in. Those <laughs> well, of you worryingly shouting out off. the
1: word no, we're not actually going to get breasts put in. But So yeah, anyway. So, the,
0: so, Rosa- so Rose is in the bath. She's being bathed by Runkle and Nanny. Does the Nanny get named? Erin. Oh, man. <laughs> That's embarrassing. What The, the <laughs> plebeians who have probably seen <laughs> it twice yeah, yeah, know yeah. the name. No, there's just one die-hard
1: Sex in the City 2 fan who accidentally came to the wrong <laughs> event. <laughs> well, this isn't what I expected. <laughs> I thought it would be a celebration. Rosa picks up the shower head, not this time, microphone, um, and grabs it. And as she grabs it, yeah. runkled, preempting what's going to happen, goes, <laughs> He does. Yeah. Whoa, what's that going to do? <laughs> Cue the showerhead pointing at and spraying the ample bosom of Aaron, the Irish nanny. And he goes, whoa. It's
0: a good moment. And then nipples, baby. That's what Sex in the City is all about, man. We went on the Sex and the City tour um, while we were here in New York City. And first of all, it's awesome. Um, on locations.com, uh, ask for Elise. She's fantastic. Yeah. Elise, yeah, indeed. You've done um, the tour? No, no, Oh, oh. do you really? Yeah, yeah, she's doing it. Oh, for people, everyone who's not in the room, which is most people listening right now, someone in the audience knows Elise. So that's tell her we said hello. Um, <laughs> or she can listen to this. Uh, where the fuck was I going with that? Oh, it's a You top- liked the tour.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> I had a point and it's gone. It's okay. Don't,
1: don't worry about it. I think you're it's beautiful just the way you are. Thanks, man. Holes in your memory and all. Mm. You're a real sweetheart. Mm. you got beautiful, beautiful lips and a
0: funny little goatee. Yeah. You know, the rationale behind that was that the beard's not as plump around the sides, so I was like, I'll get rid of the fuzzy bit, and then I did, and I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> 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 I look terrible. <laughs>
1: You could either be a guy with an uneven beard or a guy with a goatee, and you were like,
0: "Yeah, yeah, I'll be, the, I'll take the latter." Those you very much. two exceptional options. Yeah. Which is a false dichotomy, really, because I should, I should just get rid of everything, and I will. Just haven't been bothered yet. It's too busy buying knives. Yeah. Could shave with a knife. You can, you can shave. That's how people used to shave. Little Some know- people do shave like that. Little
1: known fact. Uh, a fun game Tim and I did in the last two watches to make it more fun for ourselves, we spoke about it briefly on the podcast, is we got big. Every time that Big or Carrie said the word sparkle, we thought to replace it with mayonnaise. <laughs> um, and then tonight, we were pretty much just watching the movie looking for opportunities to insert the word mayonnaise.
0: Fuck it is fun. So I highly recommend that game. If you... so. Unfortunately, the game relies on you watching the movie once so that you kind of know what happens and, br- and roughly what's said, and then watching the movie again with that mayonnaise game in mind. But oh, it's a lot of fun if you're Timbo and Guy Guy. <laughs> I don't know if it'll work for anyone else. Almost, Maybe though, t- only one way to find out. Almost definitely not.
1: If yeah, if you're watching the movie, do it with a tub of mayonnaise. Is our is our hot tip. And at one yeah. point, um, as Mr Big was, you know, saying some just garbage uh, mm. as is his want as a character in the movie mm. we created something new um, which is a fusion he's made this isn't even a, he didn't even write this idea, idea down he just made it up on the spot uh, between marmalade and mayonnaise and he's called it mayonnaise marmalade.
0: <laughs> and it's going to be available that out- is not a, like a, a compound word that I would expect you to nail on the first go around <laughs> That's really impressive that you're able to pull that off. I couldn't even complete the thought I had earlier. Marmonade. Mayonnaise marmonades. Fuck, I can't even... That's crazy. It's like apricot preserve. You got a good mouth on you, boy. And whipped eggs. Yeah, a Pretty little mouth. I got a, you got a very pretty little mouth, boy.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't mind climbing in, living between your teeth and your gums. <laughs> but a little house. Start hanging out with teeth. <laughs> Sandy Teeth. I hate it here on earth.
0: Real fucked up in a room full of people. That's just for us, guy. That's just for us. There's a moment that we've talked about a couple of times on the podcast before where um, Charlotte and Miranda are getting drunk in the um, Abu Dhabi bar where they're in the hotel. And it's got... um, There's a lot of offensive lines in the film, but it's probably the single most offensive one. Where um, Charlotte's talking about how hard her life is as a mother of two uh, while she's, you know, 8,000 miles away from them with a professional nanny and husband who seemingly doesn't have a job either. Rangel doesn't work enough. Uh, what does he do? He Lawyer. Lawyer. Yeah, well, guess what? Not, it's not in this movie. It's, it's just, I don't know what version of Sex in the City you're talking about. Uh, if like, based on the clues that are in the movie, he could be a professional golfer, Maybe. Or, or somehow just, like, he, he ta- looks after nannies. No, he, he ta- <laughs> He's Mr Sheffield. He takes a, cl- he takes
1: a class in uh, teaching people how to furrow their brow. Um, ah, yes. Which is trademarked,
0: obviously. A under crunkle the, pro.
1: Yeah, the runkle crunkle. So,
0: <laughs> Charlotte says, how did the woman without help do it? And Miranda says, I have no fucking idea. And it's just a weird fuck to really like, make you sit up and listen as an audience member. And it's like, oh, <laughs> oh, my goodness, they're talking to me. And then they cheers the camera and almost like barrel, barrel right down the middle and go, here's to them. And it's ju- just the, oh, oh what I imagine. <laughs> the kryptonite of someone with that. C- I know they're a fictional character. I realize that. But the gall of someone with that much wealth and detachment from reality who's been existing in this, like, existential cloud-like life for so long, thinking that she even can relate to poor people or just normal people, is, like, stomach-churningly... What's the word I'm looking for? Like... Bad? Hu- the hubris. The hubris of it. It's offensive and I don't like it. That's not what I'm here to talk about. I would have imagined the other one,
1: in the cinema as that happened... You know, all of, the, all of the parents who had gone and they'd, they'd hired a babysitter for the night. Yeah. You know, and, and they'd spent their money on the tickets and they're really excited to catch up with their, their four, four firm friends.
0: And from, they drove their like 1994 the Honda Civic there, you know, yeah. like just a good family car with good economy. And, and Charlotte and, and Miranda
1: swilling up. cosmopolitans in a $22,000 a night hotel, barreling yeah. the camera going, you know who we're doing this for? It's you. It's you, you fucking plebeian. And they put down their cocktail and they break character and they walk towards the camera, just pulling the fingers. Yeah. Just flipping you the bird as a human who exists
0: in the real world.
1: And but everyone in the cinema just removes... Because they actually put these in. In the cinemas where Sex and the City 2 was originally screened after the first week of screenings, they put in uh, gasoline, gasoline under the seats. And they just take out the bottles of gasoline and, they, and they pour it all over the place and they burn the motherfucker to the ground. They burn the whole goddamn building... To
0: the fucking ground. So that one has been talked about a little bit. But the line that really got me this week was, Charlotte says uh, to Carrie when Carrie is in this 35-minute period of making every situation about herself because she's just kissed Aiden. Despite the fact that her friend gets fucking arrested in the Middle East. Like, that shit goes down in the Middle East for Westerners. They, sometimes they don't come back and stuff, you know? Yeah. Like, things happen there. So Carrie gets this call. Samantha's going, Carrie, it's awful, I've been arrested. That's probably her one call that she gets. And Carrie's like, oh, my God, how do I make this about me while running around? And they go to the thing, and they talk to Samantha, and they leave her with Miranda because she's the um, lawyer. And then Carrie and Charlotte are sitting on the stoop of the hotel, And Charlotte says to her, no, you know what, Carrie, you were right all along. I've been away for a couple of days, I've got some sleep, and I finally am starting to feel like myself again. And what they're attempting to do in that moment in the movie is communicate to the audience that sometimes you need a couple days off from your kids. Sometimes you need to get away. Sometimes you need a little break. Sometimes you need to take your three friends who you're constantly taking days off with to just get fucking wasted and leave your kids with your nanny, to fly halfway around the world to enjoy a free stay in one of the most expensive hotels on the fucking planet, surrounded by manservants who are probably being paid pennies on the dollar, as if it's like, hey, you know what, audience... You should try it sometime. I reckon it'll do you a world of good. And then
1: before you're even allowed as an audience member to enjoy the absurdity and just misguided nature of that line, Carrie wades in in her fucking galoshes, which say, Carrie Bradshaw. One says Carrie, the other says Bradshaw. Diamonds up to the fucking knees and says, oh, I've really fucked up my relationship. Yes. Could we please just break from your huge problems at home and talk about me, which we've failed to do since we were in a room where our friend was possibly going to be killed for having sex on a beach.
0: We can't even sit in this misguided attempt to educate the audience on why they shouldn't be going to $22,000 a night hotels to get away so they can like recover a bit of their spirit, you know? Real sisterhood of the travelling well, pants style. <laughs> We can't even sit in that moment for a for a brief New York minute because Carrie Bradshaw has got to bring that spotlight back to her. Well, she, but she, fuck it, as a poorly written film. She does it before that.
1: She does it. So when they are in the room with Samantha and uh, it, it, Samantha's got lipstick all over the place. Like the the makeup people have made it very clear. This this was a lady who was they were doing they were doing fun stuff on the beach. Like her and Dick yeah Bot, God knows what. I have a theory from uh, this week's watch that... um, (laughs) This is disgusting. I can't believe you're going to share it on stage. As a joke. So, the Japanese technicians who built Dickbot and did so with supreme confidence and skill uh, and programmed him and put him in in the Middle Eastern desert to ensure that he would always be solar powered, he would never run out of battery. Never, ever would he run out of battery. However, if he was to run out of battery... Yes. Exceedingly unlikely... Uh, they put in, just for them, a little jape, a little joke. They said, what we'll do is we'll make it that his dick is a battery pack and the way he recharges is by putting it in a human orifice. It doesn't matter whose, it doesn't matter what. Uh, and somehow that's intersected with sex in the city too. But that's neither here nor there. So are, the, you, <laughs> are you glad you it's really it not?" Now? It's not relevant to the point I'm making, which is in the room, Samantha has been busted for having sex on the beach, the most illegal thing you could pretty much do in Abu Dhabi. Yeah. And she says, we were only kissing. And everyone's like, this is a pretty high-stakes moment. This is as high as they bother to make the stakes for the film. Yeah. And Carrie Bradshaw says, just completely undercutting any moment of tension, or like, wow, I sure hope my friend doesn't get stoned to death in this foreign place. (laughs) See, kissing is something... It's illegal. That's what she says. In in reference to a
0: conversation she'd had about her five minutes beforehand. That's the best time I've been able to fit in. That's what she said into a natural conversation ever. But that is what she said. It was so natural I didn't even notice. See, kissing is something. It's illegal. Fuck, Carrie. Like, take a second. Take a moment. more than that, when Carrie tells the girls that she kissed
1: big... And they were all like, oh, should, we t- should you tell Big? I don't know. Let's talk about it. She eventually decides to call Big. And she calls up Big. And she's on the phone to Big. And Bigs, as uh, our friends Joseph Moore and Nick Sampson said in a previous podcast, is very busy in a big building being sad. And sad in a big um, building. <laughs> 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 she, sa- she, says she sort of starts pleading with him. like, And, you know, so, oh, yeah, so I really fucked up. I went out for a meal with my ex-boyfriend and we made out. But worse than that. My friends were like, don't tell your husband. But I was like, get out of it, ladies. These ladies are villains. I'm a hero. I'm absolutely going to
0: tell my. Don't fucking throw your mates under the bus for your mistake. It's a crazy phone call to Big. He, like, first of all, he's real stoked because he's figured out the time zone, which (laughs) we've explored earlier. So he's like, he's excited, he's jived, he's hyped up. He's like, boom, Carrie's on the phone. I know exactly what time it is. You know what time it is? Time for me to be good at math on the spot. And he nails it. And then Carrie's like, hey, guess what? Kiss Aiden real quick, but don't worry about it because I'm telling you. But my friends told me not to. Therefore, I'm a fucking hero. (laughs) Fuck you. Do you know what you would benefit from, Carrie Bradshaw? Some goddamn kids. Ironically, the one thing you are running 100 miles in the opposite direction of because that would bring you into a zone where you have to think of someone fucking ours. Holy shit, we cracked the movie. It only took 52 times. This isn't a movie about female empowerment it sets it up like it's trying to be but it misses somehow but that's not what the film's really about the message of the movie is have kids or you will turn out like carrie bradshaw (laughs) and that's the worst thing that could happen to you catholic church man be fruitful and multiply i reckon the pope funded this thing yeah it's true if Who's you that? watch I... the movie
1: the whole way through before it starts playing again at the end of the credits, um special it says, thanks to Yeah,
0: funded by the Catholic Church. Pope Francis. And it's just there doing a No, it would have been Benny, I think. Old ex Benny. It's it yeah, a goodie. Sponsored by
1: Francis Benedict Arnold. <laughs> um
0: You really know your religious figures, guy. I'm a smart guy. You Gotta are be-
1: I got a big old squee of Bob bub bub juicy brain. Yes, you do. <laughs> you got a book bar.
0: I got a big bop scream up Scream up Scream Where's he going? Where's the Catholic (laughs) Church (laughs) in That is the question that we ask every week and we're (laughs) delighted to tell you that some new information has come to hand ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
1: Not only is that the question we ask every week, uh, this week we did something special. This is the question we specifically asked a little-known New York-based actor called Tom Stratford. Uh, The first question we asked him was, hey, Tom, this is going to sound weird, Uh, (laughs) but we've kind of watched the movie you were in for half a second 52 times and would love if you could come and talk to us about it.
0: Yeah. And guy, like, that was pretty much all the context Guy gave in this message. And he said, if you come, you'll get the hottest crowd in the world. They will scream for you. You won't quite know why, but that's okay. Just like, you'll be lavished with praise and applause. And he said, no. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, don't boo him. Don't he's, boo
1: Tom. No, no, no. He's a working actor. He said he was, I mean, it sounded flimsy to me, but he said he's on a, he said he's on a night shoot this week. <laughs> Um, He's shooting a feature, isn't he? Yeah, but I don't think... I mean, I've been on his IMDb page.
0: I don't think he is the feature of the feature. Oh, shots fired. Guy Montgomery. Look, I I I like Tom Stratford. Some of my best friends are Tom Stratford. Uh, What did he say? And the message back.
1: After he said he couldn't make it, I messaged Tom and I Mm. said, no problem. Thanks for getting back to me. If it is possible at all today, I sent this at 12.33pm today, could you maybe give us a brief description of your motivation for the scene? <laughs> Did you build a character for Coffee Guy? Where do you think he was going to after refuelling with coffee? <laughs> Our fans would genuinely love to hear this from you. You do have the time Thanks to Thanks for write playing along, guys. Yeah. Uh, and so he said... And this is all he said. So cryptic. I'm pretty sure he was spying on Carrie to get information on Samantha's next move. Involving travel and then report back to Central Casting for his next assignment. That's like... Tom... That's not enough. Why would Central Casting want to know what Samantha was up to? And Tom wrote back. She is planning to film a documentary on that country's wealthiest people in power and Samantha has plans on getting married to one. She also has connections to all the film festival's main men since Samantha has slept with most of them and really wants an Oscar. She will feature the girls under a SAG contract and Coffee Guy wants a part or he will let Central know that she does not have the legal papers to have participants work out of the country. Only Coffee Guy can get the papers in order by the time they leave. We
0: were... So far off! <laughs> I love that so much. God, that's good. Um, we're actually we're fast running out of time. So, like, Whoa. what I feel like is important at this, at this juncture is to grab one of those little wooden stepladders and get up on the shelf yeah. and pull out a little uh, dusty old leather-bound book. Yeah. Open it up, flick through some pages and see what's going on in that book. That big old book. That big
1: old big book of ideas. A big old book. Every second page stuck together with mayonnaise, every fourth with jizz. <laughs> <laughs> he's a grubby guy. Well, this is I guess this is is this his ma- Magnum opus? Is this the biggest idea he's ever had? Of course it
0: is, yes. Of course we would save the best till last. <laughs> Let's just um, thumb on through some pages and just make sure we've got the right one. He's, he's sticky-taped
1: napkins inside the book this week. It's, uh, it's weird. It's interesting. Uh, some of you are probably disappointed there's not an actual book. Uh, <laughs> don't you understand? The book is in your mind.
0: <laughs> so, look, I'm seeing uh, uh, on this particular page, uh, it's a SeaWorld rival... <laughs> Called Space World, where um, Big takes everyone to the moon in a crudely constructed rocket, and then just like points at crevices and says that they're animals, but they're obviously not because nothing's alive on there. That, that's not the big one though. That's just on that's, some page yeah, that I flipped on. That's onto. just
1: Big got home from Blackfish and wrote this down. Yeah, <laughs> it's
0: a weird idea. It's a weird one. Um, it's
1: a it's a hell of a book. There's all sorts of crudely drawn sketches. This one is him on rollerblades with a baby Bjorn and a full-grown human on the front of it, uh, and it's called Bigs Taxis. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't look it doesn't look legal. It doesn't
0: look like a. Written above it, he's got the words Uber and Lyft with just a cross through them, like that solves the problem. So yeah, there are some competitors to being a cab these days, but don't worry, I put a line through them. So that person's taking off that's not the, the big one though, of course.
1: Here it is, the final the final page.
0: Yeah, it sure is. And in Big's what is Book of Ideas. Prominently featured on there is um it's a, it's a it's a blade, it's a knife. <laughs> what else? What else could it be? It's a tub of mayonnaise with a knife suspended within it. You the, see. So it's pretty much knife and mayonnaise.
1: It's the it's it's what it actually is, and we said this wasn't his, but it turns out it is, it's the launch of mayonnaise, Marmonaise. Yes. And for the first 5,000 bottles sold, he has fastened a very sharp blade yeah. inside the tub. Yeah.
0: This is not mentioned on the label. The other thing that's not mentioned on the label is the mayonnaise marmonna- is... That it's got the exact right amount of, like, grease and fat content and citric acid from both the, the mayonnaise component and the orange component that it sharpens the blade, and then, like, it never dulls it, so it kind of protects it from, erosion, like, rust, right? It doesn't uh, get oxidised, but, but it, it just it sharpens it up. So to, to have a blade in this... Th- Mum and I... Marmonaise? Well, that's because I, yeah, you're you're saying
1: it as it's spelt, and I'm saying it as it's pronounced. So yeah. that's the. Uh...
0: I'm not I'm not good if it's not phonetic. I have trouble with the yeah, word. Yeah, I know. So the marmonaise is it's like the ultimate um uh, suspension product for a knife. And basically, that's, that's who he's selling to. He's selling to your Crocodile Dundee wannabes. He's, he's pretty it's much he's pretty much launched a condiment
1: preserve, knife sharpening...
0: That's why they call it a preserve. Because ah. it preserves your knife. <laughs> no one has known why it's been called a preserve this whole time. For, ex- yeah. Until now. Because it preserves your knife. Well,
1: I tell you what, it looks illegal. You've got to at least say on the, on the jar... There's a knife in here. <laughs> but fucking all-powered all powered to him. Yeah. I mean, the guy is bona fide insane. It's a powerful um, product. Well, well. That's probably is that us. It? Is that it? Yep. <laughs> is this truly it? Yeah. This I'm, is a
0: good I'm night. Done. no, don't, Don't yell no. <laughs> oh, You, you want, want a <laughs> spelling bee? Guess what? We don't normally do this in front of an audience and our... I respect the suggestion, I respect your fandom and I, I will to take to one you. word. Warrenson's doing it or Steve? No. Miranda. <laughs> yeah guy. I mean Steve. You should spell marmalade mayonnaise or whatever the fuck. It is spelled Wait, and you should do a letter apiece between Steve and Warrenson. That can be done and will be done. <laughs> I believe in you as a performer and a talent. (laughs) You have given me the least possible task. (laughs) And here we go. Uh, The word again.
1: Language of origin. (laughs)
0: Latin. (laughs) Could I hear it in a sentence? (laughs) I knew you were going to do that. (laughs) The Maymanese marmalade... Was the best thing for me to put my knife in.
1: Maionise. N <laughs> W. Why? 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 X! <laughs> Meh, mm, 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 mm. That's it, I'm just uh, fucking spelling I'm spelled afraid it. that's incorrect.
0: You have lost the spelling P. That's but all right. You've won our hearts.
1: I have a very powerful son. <laughs> you've made a very powerful enemy. Look. Uh, that's it. That's it. That's as far as we're concerned. That's the end of talking about sex in the city, too. That's
0: the end. That's the end. Thank you, I know. Thank God. And thank you. Thank Brady. Thank Steve. Thank Miranda. Thank Carrie. Thank Dickbot. Thank Charlotte. Thank Runkel. Thank Mattress Pikelet King. Thank every thank Coffee Guy. Yeah. Thank Tom. Uh what
1: what we would like, you definitely thank us. Big time. <laughs> big time. Uh <laughs> What we would like to do is, uh, if any of you have come armed with any questions or conspiracy theories you would like laid to bed uh, before we, we close the, the book, uh, we have
0: a microphone. I mean, how It are we looks like we just ju- got one over there.
1: Yeah, there's one microphone. If, if you don't
0: feel like getting up, though, you can just yell it, and we'll yeah. repeat it so we can So is there, it. Is any, Does anyone
1: have any questions or theories they would like to share with us and explore? Here in the front. What's your name, sir? Uh,
0: Nathan. Hey, Nathan. Hi. How you doing? I'm good. I got a new knife, so I'm all good. Uh, do you have a knife? Brady or Dick I'm not on who wins Brady or Dickbot? You <laughs> went big real early. All power to you. <laughs> Nathan doesn't and... fuck around. Yeah, you know who wins the knife? <laughs> what That's do you, I mean? The th- <laughs>
1: The thing is, and Tim and I have talked about this in all seriousness, we, we talked about putting it to rest this evening and, and, and really figuring out and n- nailing down exactly who. I mean, you know, when you get biology against robotics, this question's bigger than us. It's bigger than what we know. It's Brady. And more Brady wins. More importantly. It is.
0: No, it is. Right, no, no, no. It's definitely Brady.
1: What you said, though, was... I'm not ready to put it to bed because I want someone to create a comic book on the back of it.
0: You can create a comic book out of something that's got a conclusion. Just look at uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, that might have been a comic book first, actually. Um, The point is, Brady wins. The point is that um, no matter how clever the machines get, there's one thing that they can't do, and that's improvise. And do you know who can fucking improvise? Rats. They're really good at it. Did you see that clip of that rat carrying a bit of pizza down to the subway? That's that's a good question. Is there a dickbot in the room? Is there a dickbot fan in the room? Anyone reckon? Okay, actually, well, this means nothing, because this is not how the apocalypse is decided. But just make some noise right now if you think dickbot would win. (laughs) I rest my case. Brady wins. Brady wins. Brady is the winner. Yeah. The, Our Lord and Saviour, Brady the singular
1: Digbop fan um, was the most compelling argument I have heard for the triumph of Brady. Next. All hail King Brady.
0: Long live the King. Any other questions from the room? Hello over there. Can we talk about the Sex and the City tour? Um, we talked about it in the friend zone a little bit. Um, because we've decided to name our mini-episodes. Um, uh, it, was, it was good. I got real sleepy on the bus. Is that the kind of detail you're after? <laughs> it was... It w- I'm sorry? Uh, I believe I was on the window. I honestly can't remember or thought to take notes. I didn't think this would come up. Um, it was fine. You go through like the East Village, you get to sit on the stoop of Carrie Bradshaw's brownstone, which is a word that I didn't know existed until I came on this trip to America. Um people outside of even new york i don 't think that exists just ahead it up. was it was
1: it was fine it was quite a, like it was a nice way to see a lot of the city we otherwise wouldn 't have uh it was also watching so they pair up clips of the show to where you are in New York City. feel like we 're now doing a paid for spot for on location <laughs> tours the fucking new blaze pizza you guys um but no like it's 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 fo- if you like the show I could probably recommend it as a phenomenal like it's 45 bucks though 47 even
0: oh shit
1: And then you got to you've got to tip your your tour guide cuz you guys love you love tipping you love tipping and you love hiding tax on things you're selling You're like This remember. is how much it costs but actually that's not how
0: much it costs yeah. <laughs> It costs more than that Um <laughs> Any other weirdly specific questions about the tour from Dudu asked yes. about that? <laughs> uh, are, you, are you considering too? Oh, a uh, season yes. No,
1: next no. question. <laughs> you had your hand up earlier, coffee guy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> They're my favourite kind. <laughs> it was a speculative question, by the way. I want you to imagine an Oscar pathway for the man-servant yeah. named Paula Abdul. Okay, so we're imagining a okay, way for
1: him to get an Oscar.
0: Got it. That's the question. Okay. <laughs> What's it expecting? That's where the full that's stop is. That's not a market? question. That's a, that's a request. Yes. <laughs> hold on, hold on. There's a difference between does anyone have any questions and we are performing monkeys. <laughs> Do you have any requests? Uh, I'm wearing the banana shirt. That doesn't make him
1: a monkey. It makes him a guy (laughs) who likes bananas on T-shirts. When's the last time you saw a monkey wearing a T-shirt with a banana on it? No. That makes no sense, coffee guy.
0: Um, I'm not going to do the Middle Eastern accent that he has because I feel like that is just asking for trouble. Yes, let's let's keep the racism in the movie. Good call, coffee guy. You got it. I reckon this might be the real Tom because we don't really know very well what he looks like and he's actually them. Uh, you, look, you look younger off screen. Um,
1: and you, Listen, I knew uh, you weren't making a feature, you lying son of a bitch.
0: There's a difference between the question do the acceptance speech and imagine the pathway. Here's the pathway, so much bloodshed. Like It's like getting to be king when you are 600th in line. Like So many actors have died for you to be the Oscar winner that year I beg your pardon, Game of Oscars, exactly yes, yes Rat King exactly. we've got time for a few
1: more questions anyone, yes okay. um, my time of can I
0: get my... yeah of course you can come run up, we'll take another question while you do it to, um, at the back, yes time. are you going to watch the first movie oh we really should have thought of that before right now <laughs> no I don't do you want we, to watch it no I have no desire like I think I've pieced together it's not like with the Steve Buscemi mystery tour where there's like a big nugget of something I want to find out there's n- like I'm pretty sure I could guess the movie it's, and lots of people have told us the big moments like Charlotte shits her pants and big and carry big
1: fan of Charlotte shitting her pants up here in the front row. <laughs>
0: Carrie and Big aim to get married, and then like they don't, because Big- actually the fucking tour blew it for for that, because they show a clip of Big apologising for running out on Carrie, and Carrie beats him with a bouquet. F- we I don't give a it. shit. They We're get done. back together, and there's a We're second done movie. We've seen the movie already. Um, so respectfully, I would say probably not. Yes. What's your name, please? Kayleen. Kayleen. Hi. Kayleen, Hi. Kayleen. Um, Kayleen. Kayleen. That you really Kayleen. Have <laughs> I'm begging you, you, don't dude.
1: ask us about this <laughs> character. A character you really haven't focused on is Miranda's boss. Ah. Tom. Oh. Yeah, it Tom. is Tom. He is portrayed by Ron White. Yes, he is. Who had a very
0: short presidential um, I did not realize that. <laughs> and, what, and what cycle? This one. Oh, my God. Are you serious? He was running for president. Wow.
1: Okay. There's a lot of what's coming from the room (laughs) there. It's
0: incredulous crowd. What I love about America is anyone can just. Uh, You guys realize your front runner right now is Donald Trump, right? Like, you can stop with the what. It's very cute, but we're over it. Finish the question,
1: please, Kayleen. Now you realize why I wanted to go on microphone. Yeah. So he was um, trying to focus on um, meth addiction. Okay. That was his platform.
0: The Q&A is taking a turn. Uh-huh. Um, so, do you think that Miranda would have been involved in his cabinet if he was to- <laughs> <laughs> I thought... <laughs> I thought She's still going? would she be? Okay. Great, great question. question Give, it Give it up for Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that question was heading in the direction of, like, do you think the ACA is doing enough for yeah, meth addicts? I was, And I what was would you worried. change about Obamacare to ensure that people get help? We
1: were going to have to hilariously improvise a serious solution to <laughs> meth addiction.
0: Um, look, I think um, First, my experience of that person is simply the character of Tom, and I think he would make a more wonderful president than Trump, who's the current Republican frontrunner, and I think that he would win... And I think that Miranda would be in his cabinet, and I think that she would be the great Secretary of State. Follow-up to, uh, who the fuck is it at the moment? John Kerry. Yeah. It seems
1: interesting, because in the movie, they did not have a good working relationship at all. He is a big old juicy sexist pig who says, Miranda, frankly, your breasts are getting in the way of your opinion. Get out of my office. Yeah. Um, so to to sort of counterpoint Tim's opinion, I don't think he would. I don't think that, that would. I don't think Miranda would work in his cabinet because a she would never ever want to work for that guy, and b he wouldn't hire her.
0: I don't even feel like we need to answer the question. What you've done is you've couched a really fun fact in a question. So let's just leave it there. So thank you so much, Kaylee. That was awesome. Didn't know he was running for president. That's great. Step hey, forward. Tim, how you doing? Hey, Tim. Guy, how you doing? I'm good. Yeah. You said Tim guy like with one. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to use uh, that My name's David, nice to meet you Nice David. to meet you David uh, My question is more of a counterfactual. Let's say you woke up tomorrow with uh, <laughs> two years worth of amnesia You've forgotten all about Sex and the Kid 2 uh, Grown Ups 2 And you stumble into a double feature of both films <laughs> Which do you imagine you would hate
1: more? Good question <laughs> Very easy answer there's no doubt in my mind that it is Sex in the City too. Like yeah, it's, I can't even. We said at the start of this podcast, it's too fucking. It's so long. It's so long. It's so long. It's long. It's long. The movie. How long is it? It's too long. The only... What is the defining feature of the movie, Tim?
0: It's fucking long. I was going to say Liza Minnelli. Um, the only. The only reason why uh, Sex and the City 2, if you listen to like the first episode of this season, was so palatable is because we've watched grown-ups 52 times. But if it was a one-to-one and like we hadn't got the history of what we've <laughs> have become, we weren't the monsters we are today, I would definitely... Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Sex and the City 2 is a, a worse, I, much worse I, If you
1: think about them, say, as...
0: Not that snakes fight
1: often, but two snakes who were wrestling, <laughs> Sex and the City 2 would strangle and kill grown-ups too, and accordingly yeah. is therefore the greater of two evils uh, and the worst film in a very roundabout, not really functioning analogous analogy. You got not know mate. what the word is. It, kind of wa- I'm running out of words.
0: Does anyone else have a question? Quickly We've probably got time for one more
1: the final question. Make it a belter, sir. It's the
0: final question. I got to hit myself. Try and curtail
1: this. You want to do the whole thing? Actually, follow each other on Twitter. I'm the guy that uh, worked on *Fight the Concorde*.
0: Hey! hey. Yeah. I don't know oh, your name. So I actually have a question from Jermaine Clement. Apparently, your name's Good not guys. important. Go on.
1: It's, nice. it's, it's Stephen. It's
0: pretty common. Hey, your your name's important, man. Okay, my name's Stephen. Steve, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so, um. You know, I had a conversation with Jermaine about you guys... You're crouching, so I feel like I, I, have, I have to, to as well. <laughs> I just <laughs> noticed I'm mirroring your body language in that's a show of empathy. Oh God, so <laughs> now it's a real power play. It's a levels thing. You're up and I'm down. <laughs> go, Steve, go. I'm going to maintain eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> <Like I'm laughs> so, this question is more from Jermaine than me. Sure. You're
1: Which a you very, do. very good vessel for it though. I know, I know. I'm ready.
0: <laughs> I'm doing, I'm doing the Hobbit size now. Yeah.
1: Um, he would like to know whether you two would be up for a rap battle with Flight of the
0: Concords. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> fuck no. <laughs> what are you doing? I see you perched up on that chair. Yes, obviously. Okay, I'll let you know. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> just drop a bomb like that, Steve. That's a fool's errand, man. You just ran into that. <laughs> he's legitimately really good. Like, Brit has Grammys, doesn't he? We're not going to rap he's battle got, he's, he's got, got Grammys? Well, he's got, what, an Oscar and a Grammy? <laughs> You're gonna hurt yourself, dude. Get off that chair. I'm not gonna hurt myself. You're
1: bad at this. Get off the chair. I'm good at this. I've been standing here longer than you've been eating hot meals. <laughs> um I think Look, we Okay, everybody, what's gonna happen? We're gonna take a quick intermission. Uh it's gonna be ten minutes. You can do whee's, you can do poo's, you can buy a drink, you can smoke a cigarette, you can buy posters, uh limited edition posters that we've printed for this event specifically from the merch table. The people selling the posters are our lovely girlfriends. So um, Because we're bad at organising Because things. we're bad at organising stuff, so please be lovely to them. They are beautiful and helpful. Um, and I love you, baby. Um, and I'm coming home soon. Uh, we can put all this behind us. <laughs> Season three. What, me hanging out with my
0: girlfriend? <laughs> Season three. Well, you guys entertain yourselves, we're gonna go take a break. Um, Yeah, that's what's up. The posters are $12, there's no hidden tax. Um, (laughs) I've never sold out harder than I am right now. So look, what I'd like to say to everyone in the room right now is, you're beautiful, no matter what they say. (laughs) Guys' lack of words can't bring you down. Um, Thank you so much for coming. Uh, If you feel like leaving, do. If you feel like sticking around and seeing Guy and I do some stand-up comedy because we've got two festivals coming up and we need to sharpen tools, (laughs) we would invite you to stay. That would be super lovely. But um, please give yourselves a round of applause for being part of history.
1: And we will see
0: you guys. There will be a season three. It's the worst idea of all time. It's the worst idea of all time. It's the worst idea of all time. Season two.